Hey, hey, you were listening to JC Talks Leadership Podcast, where we help you live an all-in life and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, yours truly, JC Hurtado Prater. We are in the book, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant, a great book. Highly recommend you get it. We're on page 74 today. And he asked, the, or somebody asked the question of him. Here's the question. What is the most important thing to do for younger people starting out? Now, we're going to talk about this. Most of my listeners on here aren't going to be young kids, okay? But some of you have young kids. This is important for you to understand this. Here's what Nabel has to say, okay? So the question, one more time, is what, are the, what is the most important thing to do for younger people starting out? Here's what he says. Spend more time making the big decisions. He goes on. There are basically three really big decisions you make in your early life where you live, who you're with, and what you do. We spend very little time deciding which relationship to get into. We spend so much time in a job, but we spend so little time deciding which job to get into. Choosing what city to live in can almost completely determine the trajectory of your life, but we spend so little time trying to figure out what city to live in. If you're going to live in a city for 10 years, if you're going to be in a job for five years, if you're in a relationship for a decade, you should spend one to two years deciding these things. These are highly dominating decisions. Those three decisions really matter. You have to say no to everything and free up your time so you can solve the important problems. Those three are probably the three biggest ones. That is so powerful right there. That's so powerful. And you know, when I read that, um, this, uh, maybe this was a week or two ago when I actually read that statement right there. I, I honestly, I, I got a little emotional because I'll be transparent with you. My parents, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to be hard on them, but, but, but we didn't talk about this. So in my lifetime, we didn't really have like my grown up years. I, I didn't understand how valuable this was. Some of it is because I came from a small town. Some of it is because I have parents that they didn't, that's just not what you did. They came from, from a generation where you didn't do that with your kids. Like, you know, you graduate high school, you find a job, wherever you take the job and you build your life there. And a lot of people, they go off to college and two things happen. They, they are the, the city they go off to college in. They make a lot of connections and they stay there. That's number one. Or number two, they come back. What? They, uh, they come back home. And I come from a state, Indiana, where a lot of people migrate back home. You know, a lot of people leave and, and, and go away, but most of them, out of 100 students, now I don't have any data to back this up, but I would say this, out of 100 students that leave that town, I would, I would say, well, <laughs> I don't even know if there's 100 students that leave that town, but if there are, okay, over the course of five years, if 100 people leave the town, probably 70% make their way back, 60 to 70% make their way. So it's definitely more than half, right? And again, I don't have any data. That's me looking at friends and people that I've seen uh, in my own lifetime. Well, you know, they want to come back because they have family, they have close family, they have friends and that kind of stuff back there. So, so they do that. But that's how we make the decisions, right? But we don't, I've never heard anybody say this before. That in your younger years, these are the most decisions, most important decisions that you can make. Now, I've landed in San Diego, California, and I like San Diego, California. I love San Diego, California. The city's been very good to me. The county has, I, I, the people here, it's, it's been amazing. But I, but, but I will tell you this, and I've thought about this before. There are two other cities that I wish I would have landed in, if I'm honest, maybe three. 
One would have been New York, uh, New York City, just because I'm that kind of person. And I think how cool would it, you know, to say that I made it in New York City? Well, I'm 43, almost 43. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm almost 43. That's not going to be said of me. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think that's in the cards for me. I have my daughters here in San Diego, so I'm not. So, so that was one. Another one would be um, Los Angeles. I love everything about the Los Angeles era. Love it. Love it. Everything about the Los Angeles area. It's just an amazing, the diversity up there, black, brown, Indian, Oh, well, I guess that's brown. Yeah, you get the point I'm trying to make. White, black, brown, in the, the races, the different communities, how it all merges together. I, and I know that L.A. has its share of problems. And a lot of people who live there, they would disagree and they would say that they don't like it. But I think it is the greatest city in the world, in my opinion. They've got everything there. Anything you want, you can find it in L.A. I love it. OK, but the other one I recently found um, two years ago, I made my way down to Miami, Florida. And I'm Afro-Latino. And so this is actually probably as catapulted to the top of my list. Although, to be honest, Miami is not necessarily, it's actually kind of a small town, right? Not, not a small town, but it's a smaller city. So it's not necessarily, I, I wouldn't say it's the financial capital of the world or the, you know, the arts hub of the world or whatever it is. I mean, they have businesses and you can be very successful in Miami, obviously, Um but but what I found, though, when I went is being Afro-Latino, being born in South America, there were a lot more people that looked like me there than anywhere else I've ever been outside of New York City. Right. New York City has a lot of, you know, Dominican Republic. They have Colombia, Peru, Ecuadorians. Right. You know, a lot of people from Brazil, South America. And so when I was down there, I thought, man, alive, uh, New York, I don't think it would have worked out because of the weather. Uh, but Miami, man, the weather there, the people. And, and I remember when I first came back, I'll be honest with you, I had a little bit of a crisis. I got in my journal, I had to process and I said, man, I wish I would have been dedicated. Be because at one point when I was younger, I did think about it. I thought that my favorite singer and I was going to go into music. His name was John Cicada and still one of my favorite singers of all time. Amazing human being. But he graduated from uh, Miami Dade Community College. And then he went on to the University of Miami uh, at Coral Gables. And I said, I'm going to be just like him. So I'm going to go to Miami Dade and then I'm going to go to the university. But then I realized how expensive it was and other things happened. I made choices and I ended up in the military and then just life went it went a different direction from there. But the other night, again, when I read this, I thought, man, if somebody had given me this wisdom, if they had said, hey, you need to spend one to two years thinking about this, because these three choices are going to be the three biggest choices that you're going to make in life. And, and uh, you know, it's where you live. Right. Are you going to stay? For me, it was a small hometown. Are you going to stay in a small hometown? Are you going to move to Indianapolis? What cities? And then, you know, I think great advice. And this is what I'm going to do for my youngest daughter, uh, you know, Jocelyn, to say, well, so where are you thinking about that you want to go? And then when they give me an answer, say, okay, let's go together. Let's go on a vacation together or let's go spend two to three days and just kind of walk around. So you get at least the feel of this place that you're thinking about and, and then encourage them. Okay. Like, like, like let's say they have a, a list of 10 people or, or 10 cities say, okay, let's go. Let's find these cities. Uh, let's go. Maybe we can't afford all of them, but let's find the top three. And the other ones you got to do research through Google and we'll get on there together and do Google. You know, you can drive around through Google, whatever, at least get an idea about what it looks like. But the, but the top three, you know, that you do, we're going to go and we're going to visit. 
and we're going to spend three to five days at each one. And then you're going to have at least a feel of it and feel it's, it's not going to be perfect because, you know, you have to really be somewhere for a while. But then that could be the first step. And then say, hey, I want you to take six months to process that. And then I want you to whittle that down. And so you whittle it down to maybe the top one and say, okay, I'm going to pay for you. And now you're like, you're going to go over for two years, not two years, two weeks or three weeks. And, you know, you figure that out and you help your kid do that. And then they go over and experience for two, three weeks. And maybe the parent flies over with them and spends a couple of days or whatever and say, hey, just go experience the city. And then after that, they either come back and then say, hey, now I want you to process for a little bit longer. So you get the idea of what I'm saying. This is this is such a big thing that I mentioned this in, in my undergrad class that I teach at Azusa Pacific University the other day. And we talked about this for probably 45 minutes with those students. I just was saying it as like a, a flyover comment, but it was really such a passionate comment that we sat and we talked about it for almost 45 minutes because it's such a big thing. Where you choose to live will determine the life that you have, right? It's going to determine your context. It's going to determine the people. It's going to determine the kind of companies you get to be around. So if you're an arts uh, a person, you want to be an actor, you know, you don't move to Dayton, Ohio. I mean, you can, right? Maybe you go teach or whatever and you work for the little civic theater. But if you want to make a legit living, you go around, uh, uh, you go to New York City, you go to LA, you, you go to Chicago, you find out where the art hubs are and you move there. Because for a couple of reasons, number one, the opportunities are going to be great, but the competition is going to be fierce. I heard a pastor talking about New, uh, New York City one time, and he talked about how a lot of people come to New York City because they were amazing, right? They come out there, and what was he? I forget what he made. He was making a really great point, but he was talking about how people move there because they were the best singer in whatever city, you know, Indiana or Illinois or Ohio or wherever it is, they come from the Middle West states and they were the best or San Diego, uh, wherever. And they go to New York City and they stand and they look at the talent and they realize that they're not even, you know, they can't even hold a candle to some of the lowest levels of talent. When you walk around big cities and you see some of the people that are out playing on the streets and they're some of the best musicians you've ever met, you get a you, you get a realization about how that works when you go to a big city. These are phenomenal. And you, you take them to a small town and they'll blow everybody out of the water. You put them in someone like L.A. or New York City and it's a much different deal. But these choices are huge for us. And I tell you, I didn't spend time thinking about it. I landed. Luckily, I landed in San Diego. But it, but again, I, I'll, I'll tell you, as much as I'm grateful to be here, so grateful and I'm never going anywhere like San Diego is my home. I will tell you, if I could go back and I actually shared this with the students the other day, I would have chose to live probably in L.A., New York City or um, Miami, probably L.A. or Miami, because I love the sun and I love the ocean so much. But those cities, at least they're bigger hubs, L.A. especially. It's just a big hub. Lots of industry, different industries. There's a lot of opportunity there. A ton more competition. I remember when, because I used to live up there in that area, not L.A. Actually, I did live in L.A. for a while. I, I would, uh, uh, you know, when I was up at UCLA, I, I would rent these homes uh, not homes, but I'd rent a, a room in a home. And so I, so I was, I, and I loved it. I love, oh my gosh, I love the energy and the feel. And then, oh, it was just so exciting. And then I'd come back on San Diego and like, as soon as you pass like the 805, as soon as you get on the 805, it was like, everything would calm down and the whole world would be behind you. But I missed the energy that was up there. And I was getting ready to make a point with that. And I can't even remember what that point is. Um, uh, oh, I was good. I was, I, I was talking about how I lived there before. I, I can't remember what I'm saying anyway. Now, when I go back and listen to this, I'll say, Oh, I, I had such a great point I was getting ready to make, but I can't remember it. Um, but, but I will say this that I told the students there that if I could go back and make a change, uh, I would have 
I would have I would have stayed in L.A. And, and, and it would have been hard and it would have been difficult. But that's the city I would have gone to because, uh, again, more competition, but that competition makes you better. Right. Uh, so anyway, I'm spending a lot of time on this. If you're a parent out there, you're a grandparent out there. I, I want to encourage you. Help your kids be really intentional about where they're going to live, right? These three choices right here, where you live, who you're with, and what you do. And what they're saying, what this book is saying, what not, what Naval Ravikant is saying, probably need to spend at least one to two years making these decisions and then figure out what to do within that, right? College is a great place for that. A lot of people, especially today, they're starting to debate, well, college is in blah, 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 blah. I disagree. Now you're talking to a person who's 18 months away from a doctorate, so obviously, college is big for me. I think it's very important for students to do, but not necessarily for the degree they get on the wall, but for the experiences that they get, that they get and the people they get to be around. Anyway, I've talked too much today. I'm just telling you right now, these are the three choices that you need to focus on. But maybe you are close to my age, but you're looking at a transition. You know, maybe there's a company that you, you want to go work for. I would, you know, I'd, I'd look at these questions, right? Do you want to live there? Before you make that decision, go visit, spend time. And you're probably going to do that because you're older and wiser. So you're going to make that who, who, who you're with and what you do. But here's the reason why we're talking about this today. If you have people in your life that are 20 years and younger, please tell them about this. If you have your own kids that are 20 years and younger, please talk to them about this and say, hey, be intentional about uh, where you spend your life and how and how you do that is you've got to figure out what your purpose is. You've got to figure out what your vision is. You got to figure out what your mission is, where you're going in life. And then you make decisions based around that, not based on where's the best weather. But I mean, some of that matters. It really, really does. There's a lot of people in San Diego County where I live that are transplants that come from places like I did. And they're like, I'm never going back because the weather is phenomenal here. Right. So that's that's going to happen. Um. But be really careful when you make a choice about where you're going to live and just understand that there's going to be uh, challenges and opportunities wherever you go, but spend time doing that, okay? Where you live, who you're with, what you do. These are the three most important decisions you will make when you're younger. Share that with somebody, add value to their life. Thanks so much for listening today. I'll see you on the next episode of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to my podcast, JC Talks, a leadership podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcast and be the first to get new episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.